bringing you news and updates from the Alliance of American Football, your source for everything Memphis, with your hosts, Dan and Michelle. This is Memphis AAF. What up, flight crew? This is your captain speaking. I am Michelle, and again, and as always, I am joined by my co-host and lovely husband, Daniel. <laughs> Daniel, how's it going? What are you up to, and what are we talking about today? Okay, so a little little personal information. My my arm has been like really weird lately. What? what? I, Why? I slept on it kind of funny. Okay. And now it's just like it won't like hey, Dan, fix itself. Do you know that we're, we're, we're recording the podcast? Wait, shit, what? We're not... God damn it, why didn't you tell me? Uh, I just introed you. You know, the the pain is pretty gruesome. Okay, I can honestly tell you that we don't care about your arm. <laughs> oh, <damn>. we're, <laughs> we're here to talk football. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fine. Well, let's talk about football. Let's do it. So the first thing I kind of want to touch on is that we have set up a Patreon for the show. Yeah, not to make it awkward, but we would love a little bit of funding. We can do some more fun stuff. So, I mean, the main reason is we want to be able to cover all the games. Including all the away games. Definitely. And we're not sponsored or supported by the team. We're just avid fans. We don't get any kind of money from the Alliance at all. And we would love to be able to bring you content from the games. Dan just got this awesome recording equipment that we can take and like record stuff out in public so we can maybe do interviews and get sound from the games. And yeah, we would love to be able to bring that to you guys from the road and the away games. Well, every game. Yeah, and everything we've done so far has all been out of pocket. Yeah, just because we love it so much. Yeah. So if you want to be a part of this, you can head on over to Patreon. It's memphisaaf.com slash Patreon. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N. There's a few tiers. We're going to be offering merch as soon as we get our logo. Yeah. So that'll be part of the different tiers. Right now, it's going to be shout outs or your name listed as a producer. But Anyway, you can help support the show so that we, we can bring amazing content would be greatly appreciated. Yeah. And all the information is going to be at the link, the yeah. website. Yeah. So check it out. And as always, you can get all the information that we talk about in the show at the show notes at memphisaaf.com slash 19 for this episode. Whoa, 19. We are one away from the number of episodes we did on our last podcast. You know, and if what if you hadn't made <laughs> us miss that one episode, then we would be at that number. Um. Okay, that's fair. It was definitely your fault. I wasn't sick or anything. Yeah. I mean, the show must go on, and I should have taken <laughs> it upon myself to still record, even though it would have been horribly awkward and uncomfortable should've, and awful. Yeah, you should have done it anyway. How about we get into some events coming up? Let's do it. Well, I guess it's just the one event that I know of. Yeah, but there was just an event last week. When was the draft party? Yeah, that was last week. Yeah, the 20. Yeah. Holy shit. So it's so cool that there's like <laughs> kind of back to back events. And it's just like as we're getting closer, things are totally ramping up and it's just going to mm-hmm. get more awesome from here. So anyway, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. And they're always doing something in the city. So like they do the food truck Thursday every week. They were out at the St. Jude Marathon. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, cool. So, I mean, follow them on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram because they post like where they're going to be. So if you want to see up to date follow them there but this saturday is a meet and greet with the team it's a big day yeah so this is going to be from 6 30 to 8 30 there's gonna be tryouts earlier in the day we're gonna get to in a little bit so this is a chance to meet all the players and coaches because apparently all like the 90 guys that are on the team are going to be there that's crazy did it say where the event's going to be held it's going to be at main event entertainment off appling farm road yeah 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 that's not far bowling alley we have i've been meaning to go so it'll be fun to go and hang out and that's definitely going to be like a cool spot. For sure. 
we've met some of the guys on the team. So it's going to be cool to meet more players and just hang out with people on the team that we kind of become friends with. So, and, and you guys, we've met you guys out and about at events and stuff. So it'll be cool to see you guys too. We should like have some sort of identifier so people know who we are and like they come to the event, they can find us. Yeah. I can't think of anything. Well, you have an express hat, but I don't know if that counts. (laughs) Yeah. I'm sure I'm going to be the only one with the express hat on. Yeah. That's why it's such a great idea. (laughs) We'll see you around. Just ask every person there if we're part of the podcast. Well, so maybe what we'll do uh, to get some more followers here on Instagram, we'll do like a short Instagram live. We'll do Instagram stories before the event so you can see like what we're wearing, what we look like in case you haven't seen it before. So that way you'll know at the time. Yeah. So be sure to follow us on Instagram at Memphis AAF pod. There we go. Perfect. Brilliant idea. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Quick update. We mentioned last week how we're getting close to a thousand followers on Twitter. We beat it. And then some. I think I'm at like 1121 now. Damn, bro. Yeah. So now we got to figure out. We actually have to like honor our commitment and actually come up with some sort of a giveaway and figure out what kind of prize we want to give away. You guys let us know what you want us to give away. Yeah. Maybe that, that's a good place to start. And then we'll figure out what kind of entry system we'll have. Oh, and we still need to give away my ticket. Yeah. Yeah. About to do that at some point. So much to do. So much to do. If only there was time. Yeah. Well. Not today, so we're moving on. <laughs> Quick update on the app. So it's going to be coming out in January, like I mentioned before, but it has been revealed that it won't be available overseas. Bye! <laughs> so all the fans that are like in Brazil or Germany or France, there's a German Alliance account now on Twitter. No way! Yeah. So unfortunately, if you're listening to us outside the US and probably Canada, the app won't be available, but it was mentioned that you should be able to watch it on YouTube Live. If not... I'm sure you can probably invest in a VPN and bypass all this. Pretend like you're in America. And you can also... Oh, you already said the YouTube Live. Sorry. I was definitely just looking at my phone, so I'm going to put it away right now. And some people doubt your commitment to this podcast. But you know what? I was looking at stuff for our Facebook group. Oh, uh, yeah. So, Michelle, what are we talking about? So, we created a Facebook group, which we've been meaning to do for a while. We already have a page, but it's pretty much for us to just like post and share things. Mm-hmm. But in the group... Uh, you'll be able to share things and we can make it more of a conversation. So anyway, it's called Express and Goal Flight Crew. And I think there was a link shared in the official Memphis Express Facebook page. Yeah, I think the Mark who shares everything, he shared it there. So you can find it there or you just go to my Facebook page, which will have it there or on my Twitter. I posted a link there. <laughs> <laughs> so if you look on social media, you will find it. Or check the show notes because I also posted it there. There we go. So come hang out, join the group, enjoy the conversation. So how about we get into some non-AAF news? What? I know, I know. But 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 this is a, an AAF podcast. Very true. But there is a competitor in the space. Oh, I thought you were going to talk to us about your arm again. Yes, my arm is competing with us for my attention. <laughs> no, okay. the XFL. Oh, oh, yeah, that, 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 that thing. <laughs> yeah, they recently did a live stream. And they announced all eight cities, which is really funny because they accidentally revealed them already. Like they posted the information of like the stadiums. Oh, really? You know, on their website. And people are like, okay, well, here's obviously where the cities are. Dumbasses. <laughs> so now this, so that it gets just a formality. So kind of like, kind of let the air out of the balloon a little bit. Like the AAF did with the uniforms. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> so the first team that was announced uh, was St. Louis, right? I think it was kind of unofficial, but then they were like, they officially announced it the next day. Well, yeah, it was a reporter in St. Louis had announced it, and like other cities were like leaked, 
But at this video or during this live stream, the first one announced was New York. New York City? Well, okay, so here's the thing. It was the governor of New Jersey that was announcing that the team would be playing at MetLife Stadium in New Jersey, but they're going to be calling it New York. It's the same bullshit as like the New York Jets and the New York Giants. Even though they play at MetLife Stadium in New Jersey, they still consider themselves New York. Okay, fine. It's I just, don't have like an, a strong opinion about it. Fine. Okay. It's, it's annoying. Yeah. Uh, the next one was Dallas. They already have a football team. Wait, 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 wait. You just said two other. Yeah. So New York City <laughs> or New York, quote unquote, now gets a third team. They're all yeah. playing at the same stadium. Yeah. But different times of the year, I understand. Yeah. But like, but they already have two fucking teams. I think you'll see a, a theme here as we move forward. Okay. So the next one that was announced was Houston. Wait a minute. The Texans play there. Mm-hmm. Why? Why is that the strat? Why? <laughs> I don't understand. Hey, why? Ask Vince McMahon. No. So the next one was LA. They already have two T. I don't. I don't understand. Uh, this is probably going to continue for the rest of the list, other than St. Louis, that I already know is a team. The but, next one is St. Louis. Yeah, they don't have a team anymore because yeah. they went to LA. LA has two teams already. And they're all going to be playing in the StubHub Center. Well, no. I don't think uh, the Rams. The Rams play in the Coliseum, I believe. I'm probably going to get shit on for this, but um, the Chargers play in the StubHub Center. Okay. And so now the LA XFL team is going to be playing. Have they announced names or anything? No. Okay. Um, St. Louis was the next one. Right. Then Wait, where are they playing? The Dome at America Center. Formerly the TWA Dome and Edward Jones Dome. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Where the Rams did play yeah. when they were in St. Louis. I'm guessing. What are the domes are in the... In St. Louis. No other domes that I know of. There you go. Uh, we got Seattle. They, okay. Also playing in the CenturyLink Field Stadium where the Seahawks play. Tampa Bay. Okay. And Washington, D.C. Who already have a team. So why do you think they went for cities that already have teams, some of them more than one? They're, it's obviously a strategy. Yeah. I mean, they're obviously football cities that already have like football fans that go to football games at these same stadiums. So I do see that there's a benefit in that. It's like, we'll just come back next week because we're going to be playing again. So like we were talking before, how wait, wait, wait. I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. Is the XFL season the same as the AAF? Yes. Okay. So it will just be like, come back next week because there's another game. Yes. Gotcha. Okay. So I do see that there's a benefit in that. You don't have to try to direct traffic to direct people to another place. Traffic. Anyway, plus foot traffic. Yeah, exactly. You can probably, I'm guessing, maybe start announcing it and promoting it during regular season, like NFL games. Like, hey, watch out in like a month. There's going to be more football for this team. So I do kind of see that. It just seems like there's other cities that would kind of feel snubbed. Oh, for sure. Because they didn't get a team. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I interrupted (laughs) you. No, you pretty much made the same point that we talked about like earlier. We were talking about like what day of the week the AAF should play on. Yeah. Because they first announced it'd be Saturdays. And we thought that was, you thought that was weird because people are used to watching football on Sunday. Definitely. So it's just the same thing. People are used to going to the stadium to watch these games. And it's just a con- continuation because they're going to be starting the weekend after Super Bowl, just like the AAF. I see. So it's two different kind of strategies. Both are going after markets where there are football fans. But the AAF is going to cities that have the desire for football, but don't have a team to support. So I'm wondering if that's going to be a more successful strategy to go to cities that don't have professional teams because they're going to be more willing to support that team. Whereas like 
I mean, when does baseball start or basketball? Basketball is going on in these same cities. Will these fans just go to those other sports or would they want to support a minor, well, quote unquote, minor league? See what I'm saying? Kind of. So I just don't know like how successful, again, this is minor, quote unquote, uh, <laughs> team or, or league is going to be in these cities that already have professional teams. I'll just be interested to see how that goes. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see how it unfolds because they're still a long way away because they're not starting until 2020. Right. Yeah. And they're going to be doing multiple drafts throughout the year. And it'll be much more of a slow buildup than the AAF. Yeah. Which I'm wondering if that might not be detrimental because the AAF was painfully slow when it came to releasing all the new updates and information and whatnot. Yeah. We still came up with enough information to come out with episodes. So yeah, there was still still enough so that we could record a podcast. Uh, so have, have you seen buzz on social media about the XFL? Oh, yeah. I mean, it, it's been buzz for a long time now. Gotcha. And it's mainly because it's already an established brand. Mitch McMahon is already an established figure. So there's a lot of oomph behind him. I have a lot of questions about XFL stuff. Are we going to talk about that more in addition to what we talk about? I'm sure we'll bring it up, but we're not going to cover it nearly as in-depth as the AAF. Sure, sure, sure. Because that's our league and we have, that's our team. I get yeah. it. I'm just like, are they going to do the whole run to the football thing? Um, are, have, is there any to talk of like names or logos or masks? I mean, I'm just like, I'm just really curious. I read something that made it seem like the XFL is going to be less likely to work with the NFL. Oh, and that with the AAF, obviously, as Josh Johnson has just shown, there is an out clause in the AAF contracts if they get an opportunity to go to the NFL. And the XFL isn't going to have that? That's kind of what it's sounding like. Whoa. They made it clear that they're not a development league for the NFL. Uh, Bro, you are. Right. If you're playing football and it's a similar style to the NFL, you obviously are. Yeah. Whether or not you want to be, why would you take that position? They're doing a lot of things I don't understand. They're doing a lot of things different from the AAF. Yeah. So it makes me feel like it's just going to be purely competitive and it's not even going to be as much fun. So, Because like I was kind of thinking about picking an XFL team to support and I'd probably go for St. Louis because that's where we're from. Yeah. Um, But if it's going to be so combative and I don't know, I just wouldn't want to support that. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see like how that unfolds. I I it's. If I were a player and if there weren't an out clause with the XFL, there is an out clause with the AAF. I, maybe the XFL is paying more, but I would go to the AAF. Yeah. For an opportunity. I, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Because if I can make a little bit less money, but have a bigger chance of going to the pros and m- making it in that realm, then hell yeah. It just, that's so, I don't know. Maybe they're trying to like get this crowd of like bros and like, like just people i'm not a fan you know what i mean like yeah like these competitive like fuck you kind of people i don't know that just doesn't make sense to me yeah it's just right now there's not enough information to really understand what the strategy is so. yeah i guess we'll just find out wait and see you guys will just have to let us know also if you want us to bring you xfl news if you're kind of interested in some of this stuff or you're not interested and maybe you want to listen to another podcast and we just keep to <laughs> aaf and express stuff you'll have to let us know because i'm curious but i don't know if you guys are so yeah yeah so send a message. Do you want to hear more about the XFL? Do you want just like these minor updates like we've been doing? Or do you want to hear nothing about them? <laughs> so how about we get back to Memphis? Let's do it. All right. As I mentioned, somewhere in that little mini rant, Josh Johnson is no longer in the AAF. Who was the first pick for? The fleet. Right. He's the first overall to go in the AAF QB draft. And 
since he's no longer with the team, will they sign another quarterback? Will they just deal with their three? It leads to a lot of questions. I would imagine they'd bring on one more just because like the general consensus, at least what I've seen from the NFL, is that you want four QBs during training camp. Sure. Just so you can get everybody enough reps. And I mean, if you're planning on having four anyway, you might as well bring in another one. If there's somebody else that was in the draft that you were looking at, uh, maybe like Tommy Armstrong. But it just kind of proves the model of the AA. Sorry, I'm just excited. You go. Okay. It proves the model of the AAF that this is a league where guys have a chance to get into the NFL or get back into the NFL. Yeah, it's really exciting because, I mean, maybe not for the fleet, but it's exciting to see this league, like to see that happen because the first season hasn't even technically started yet. What what I think the goals of the AAF are have already come true. It gives players the ability to, like we said, leave and go to the next kind of realm of football. And it's just exciting. It's ah, it's exciting. Yeah, because he's the third guy to get pulled to the NFL. Wow. Well, I mean, we've talked about it. It was Oni Molly, something like that. Okay. Was signed back in August. Yeah. He was on the Express. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And he went to the Steelers. Okay. And then Garrett Grayson, who was yep, I remember also that name. in the Stallions. No, he was with the Stallions. Okay. And then he got signed to the Broncos practice squad. That's right. I remember that. So now we got Josh Johnson, who was the number one overall pick for the fleet is signed to Washington. So this kind of like exercise, it's not really. So seeing these players leave gives everyone a chance to visibly see like how cool the AAF is and the fact that they're able to, like these players are able to leave and there's just, there's no bad blood. Like it's just really cool. And I think it's a really awesome environment for players and fans alike. Yeah, there's not, (laughs) there is some bad blood with the fans. Really? How could there be bad blood? Like this is what you want. So after the QB draft, we saw a huge influx of people finding out with the AA at the first time. And I think there's a lot of misunderstanding of what the alliance is and what the whole purpose is. And as it's been explained many times, this is a way for fringe guys and guys that never got a shot in the NFL to either one, obviously, to be able to play football at a professional level mm-hmm. or for guys who finally make it into the NFL, if they need more development or for guys that have been in the NFL that I still want to play or maybe get another shot to get back into the NFL. Right. This is a development league. As much as I go, it is professional. In reality, like this is a stepping stone to the NFL. Absolutely. A lot of people don't seem to understand that. And they think that it's a bad sign that an Alliance player was already signed by the NFL and like taken away from the league. Oh, no, I don't share that at all. Obviously, because I was talking about how exciting it was (laughs) that he was signed to the NFL. Yeah, it shows that there's caliber. That was another one of my points. It shows that the NFL caliber of sportsmanship exists in this league. It's going to be just as good as NFL football, but more accessible. Yeah. And it's yeah. OK, <laughs> so this is a good thing. It, I know it sucks for the fleet if they're expecting him to be the week one starter. However, it gives another guy another shot that and the only thing he'd be really missing out on because it was reported that he still plans to play for the fleet. Oh, because there's no chance that Washington is going to the Super Bowl. They're highly <laughs> unlikely to make it to the playoffs. Absolutely. So their season is going to end in December uh-huh. and training camp starts January 4th for uh, the AAF. Oh, so unless for some reason Washington decides to sign him to a multi-year contract, mm-hmm. which spoiler alert isn't going to happen because they're only signing him because they lost their two quarterbacks. Right, right, right. He should be free to attend training camp with the fleet and still starts. If he is the best quarterback on the roster. And this is just another example of how the AAF is doing it right. Yeah. They're still giving this player the opportunity to play for both. 
Yeah. How cool. And the only thing he's going to miss out on is the training camp in December. But if he's working with Washington, it's not like he's going to be out of shape. The only thing is, like, he might not know the playbook, but mm-hmm. you can still study that. I mean, I don't know. I don't yeah. know the how that all works at a, like, deep level, but it seems like it could work out. Yeah. He'll be practicing with NFL coaches through the time. So he'll be a little bit behind on the fleet system. Right. But, I mean, he's a guy that's been on 12 different teams. He's been in the league for 11 years, I think. Wow. He's a guy that knows football, and he can pick up a system. Yeah. So, not a detriment. This is a good thing. Moving on. Oh, and you just said a bunch. There's been a huge influx. If you're new here. Oh, yeah. Welcome to the party. Yeah. We love to have you. (laughs) Can't wait to see you in the hub. I guess that brings up another point. Do we need to do, like, a primer? Some sort of, like, here's what the AAF is. If you haven't been following along all the, the entire time. Should we do like a bonus episode where we kind of go over everything the AAF is? That's a great idea. It's like AAF 101. Yeah. That's really cool. Great <laughs> idea. All right. All right. So for everybody who is new, what questions do you have about the AAF that we could possibly answer? Yeah. And maybe we'll do like an Instagram live and we'll go over these questions. And we were wanting to do oh, a call-in episode. Oh, yeah. So we can do that. You need to set that up. All right. So I got a lot to do in my my. Write it down. Write list. it down. All right. List. Perfect. Well, let me actually write it down. <laughs> to do list. Call in number. And hopefully he'll have that set up by next week. And we can let you guys know what the number is. And you can call in and leave us voicemails with your questions. Perfect. Now can we move on? I don't know. Probably not. Okay. So the Apollos actually announced their broadcast team. They've partnered with iHeartRadio and like the local iHeartRadio radio station. I saw that. In Orlando. The Express have been finalizing a deal to do the same thing. Cool. They are working on finishing up to broadcast the games on TV and radio locally in the Memphis area. So if you can't watch the YouTube live, if your app doesn't work and you have a TV, you'll be able to watch the game. Yeah. That's so cool. It's really bringing it to maybe the non-tech savvy people. Yeah. Which is going to be awesome. I think there's like a whole, obviously, there's a whole demographic out there of people that don't use apps, aren't active on YouTube, you know. And this will make it easier for like restaurants to broadcast a game. Yeah. uh, Oh, I didn't even thought of that. (laughs) So cool. And the fact that like it's going to be on TV. So if somebody's like flipping through and they're looking at the TV guide app or whatever, they'll see, hey, football is on. Yeah. If they haven't been following along this entire time. Right. So accessibility. And speaking of TVs, um, I would just want to make it clear. I think there is a plan in place for there to be watch parties for away games. So that is in the works. I do believe I'll ask around this weekend when we hang out with the team, see if there's been an update on that. And I will let you know. So that way we can all kind of congregate at one place instead of having like 20 different watch parties. We can have like one big one. So, so stay tuned. I'm working on that and I will keep you posted. So we talked a little bit about it, briefly touched on it, but many camps are going to be starting this week. Minicamp is when the team all gets together and like works out. Well, not works out, but like they do drills and like scrimmages mm-hmm. and stuff. Yeah. Gotcha. General practice. Okay. This will be the first time that the coaches and the players are going to be together. That's exciting. Yeah. Be Too bad very... it's close to the public. Uh, yeah. As with pretty much everything, every kind of event that the Alliance has, it's close to the public. Do you think that maybe when we get closer to the season starting that we'll be able to go to practices because I understand maybe not wanting us to come to this one because it's going to probably be really rough and maybe not even that interesting because it's just going to be a lot of introductions and I don't know. It might not even be interesting. 
But I think, again, like I said before, to invite media to come to these things, and maybe not even us in particular, as much as I would love no, to be there. No, definitely us in particular. <laughs> um, I think to get hype going and like to build the excitement, it would be a great idea to have the media come out and write articles and talk about what they've seen and talk to players. And I don't know, I guess on one hand, you do have to keep kind of a tight lid on things. You don't want too much to get out. Yeah. But on the other hand, you can say like, off the record, blah, blah, blah. Or like, I don't know. It just seems like it would be such a good idea to let people come and talk about it. I think we'll be seeing that more and more as we get closer. That's what I was saying. So the way it works in the NFL is there are media days for practice. Oh. So there's like designated times that the media can show up to a team's practice and see what's going on. And the main reason for that is you don't want media like uh, any practice because you got your game plan. You don't want the other team known about. Right. So by having it like predetermined, the team can demonstrate something else that's not. They can demonstrate skill without giving away their secrets. Yeah. I get it. So I could see some of that happening. Hopefully that does happen. Charlie Ebersol, we know you're listening. <laughs> but I do think we're going to they're going to open up a little bit because I believe there's going to be like a media event during mini camps. We'll have like the media will have access to talk to coaches and players. Do we have that access? I'm pretty sure. Hell yeah. I've been talking to the team trying to get it set up. So I think we'll have it but i don't want to like commit to anything now you should have told me this before now because we are what two days away before the event and what if i had something going on on saturday i didn't realize that my whole day was going to be gone <laughs> now it is well if you follow me on social media you would know about all of this <laughs> fair point fair point <laughs> but we will be able to go to the tryouts this saturday which we are also I keep saying excited and i hate how everyone these days is like i'm so excited but i'm excited i'm really mm -hmm. looking forward to this tryout event because there's going to be players that we've interviewed at the event, at the tryouts. Yeah, so if you've been listening to the show for a while now, you may remember Garrett Berg, Isaac Gross, and Bubba Jenkins. Those three guys should be at the tryouts this week. So, so cool. <laughs> and again, Dan got this cool recording equipment. Mm -hmm. So we'll be able to like interview out on the go, you know, more than just in our office here. So hopefully we'll be able to talk to those players and kind of get kind of a follow-up with them. I don't know. I don't know what it's going to be like, but I'm really looking forward to that. I know I'm going to get questions about it. So let me just preface it now. It is closed now. They are at capacity, so they won't be able to take on any, like, have any more guys register for tryouts. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, what do you mean? <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, so if, if you wanted to try out, you won't be able to at this point. Oh, and also, we're not, Dan already said this, but I just want to repeat this. Oh, yeah. We're not actually affiliated with the team. We're just like, we hang out with them, and obviously, we talk about the team, but we don't have Will Lewis's number. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we don't have, like, hardly anybody's number. See, like, we work with the like um communications communications and like the event organization part of it right 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 so we have like no access to the players and coaches yeah or football operation <laughs> <laughs> so we've got people we talk to but we don't have any poll and we can't get you a meeting or get you anyone's phone number so sorry yeah. i don't have mike singletary on speed dial as much as i want it yeah unfortunately <laughs> But we may be able to meet him at the meet and greet. Ah, exciting. Again, yeah. meet him again. Yes, yes. Because we met him at the, the other meeting. The other meeting? How Southern did it? Oh, my goodness. Wow. The other meeting? <laughs> my bad. <laughs> goodness. So it'll be interesting to see how both the mini camp and the tryouts affect the roster. Because we already have a ton of players. Wait, 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 wait. Sorry. Hold on. Hold on. I was totally not thinking of you. Just now I was picturing Mike Singletary at main event on one of those game ride things. It's like a motorcycle and you like sway back and forth. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to see him do one of those. 
Maybe if we get enough beer in him, we can do the Super Bowl shuffle for us. I don't think so, but I would love it. <laughs> so I'm sorry. What did you just say that I was not listening to? I think I was talking about the roster. Okay, okay, okay. It'd be interesting to see how the mini camp and the tryouts affect the roster because we already have so many. Yeah. So many players. But there have been some cuts. Yeah, there have been some movement. So we have signed six players and we have cut five according to the Memphis Express roster that's on AAF.com. Right. There hasn't been any official press release for this, but they've updated the roster. So that's what I'm going off of. So we have signed Jessamine Dunker from TSU. You posted that player card. Yes. That's all that I know. But yeah, I've been posting player cards for all these, slowly dripping them out throughout the week. Wait, wait. So you post player cards in the new players? Do you have like a, a goodbye to the ones <laughs> that were cut? I feel like they're already going through a lot of shit. So yeah. I don't want to be like tagging them, but this guy just got fucking cut. <laughs> Good point. Okay. Back to what you're saying. Yeah. Anyway, so Jessamine Dunker from TSU is a guard. Defensive tackle Jeremy Liggins from Ole Miss. That one I'm a little confused about. Why? Because he played quarterback in high school. Okay. When he got to Ole Miss, he was a tight end. Okay. And then they transitioned him to an offensive tackle. What? So that tight end to offensive tackle kind of makes sense because tight ends are often used for pass and block protection. Okay. Or pass protection and uh, run block. So to make that transition isn't as interesting. Okay. I see what you're saying. But the team has him listed as a defensive tackle. Weird. Yeah. So I'm guessing that whenever they updated the roster, they put DT instead of OT. So my guess is he's actually an offensive lineman. Sure. But we'll see. We shall see. But he was a 300-pound tight end. Whoa. Whoa. So it'll be interesting to see how Express can use him since he played tight end, quarterback, and offensive line. Wow. That's very diverse when it comes to a player as opposed to a long snapper who just does one thing. (laughs) He just snaps the ball. Very true. Okay, sorry. Next player. Not that we don't love our long snapper. Well, maybe. We don't know yet. <laughs> Hopefully we'll meet him at the uh, meet and greet. <gasps> we get to meet Sean Johnson? Maybe. <laughs> okay. Who's Can we the... move on now? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Running back, Terrence McGee from LSU. Okay. We've signed defensive end Larry Webster from Bloomsburg. What's Bloomsburg? <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Uh, punter Brad Wing from LSU. Okay. And wide receiver Kayun Ross. I'm sure I'm butchering that. Okay. From Kentucky. All right. And according to the website, we have cut running back Josh Hicks from Rutgers, linebacker Cavellis Luckett from MTSU, tight end Tim Simish from Northern Illinois, wide receiver Patrick Smith from TSU, and defensive tackle Hershey Walton from Temple. My only question, did you just say Illinois? I don't know. It's a proper way to say it, so I'm sure I did. It's definitely Illinois. Like, definitely. Okay, but I have, I have a for real <laughs> question. Um, the players that were signed, are they all allocated? Or are these people, like, have we kind of broken out of the allocation at this point? How does that How does that work? So the players are still allocated. I would imagine after mini camps. Because mini camps can be the first time the coaches can actually see what these guys can do. Yeah, good point. Except for the quarterbacks. Yeah, because, well, maybe. I mean, they went through, like, quarterback camp. But this might be the first time actually practicing with the team. Yeah, good point. This will be the first time that the coaches can truly evaluate what these players are going to do in their system. That's right. And then we talked about, I think it was maybe last week, there were going to be cuts after minicamp, maybe, and that you'd want players to still be allocated. So that way you still have that pool to draw from. Yeah. So I expect cuts after minicamp just because people aren't what they thought they were. Right. And we'll still need like these allocation in place. So we still have a large pool to pull from that Absolutely. other teams can't touch. But I would imagine sometime in December, 
that would be released. And up until training camp, you might see previously allocated players being able to be signed by their non-allocated teams. Gotcha. So when would it go back then? After the season? Yeah, probably at the offseason. Okay. It'll go back to the allocation. Yeah. So I imagine like during the season, it's free range. Sure. And then next offseason, we'll go back to... Who's allocated, who's mm-hmm. not. Gotcha. All yep. right. But as far as these go, LSU and TSU are in Ole Miss or allocated to Memphis. Okay. Bloomsburg and Kentucky. I don't know about Kentucky. Um, it might be. I don't know. Gotcha. But anyway, so those are the roster moves and a coaching move. Okay. We have hired a wide receivers coach and Bobby Blizzard. Definitely not his real name. <laughs> Whose <laughs> name is Bobby Blizzard? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sure his mother called him Robert. Robert Blizzard. But then Bobby Blizzard is just perfect. And it rolls off the tongue better than Robert Blizzard. Yeah. Bobby Blizzard. I like it. Um, He is coming from Hampton University. Okay. And he was hired because of his expertise in... The air raid offense? That is it. Ding, 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 ding. So even though Hal Mummy is no longer our offensive coordinator, like we said in last week's episode... Sure. The offense and all the team is based on Mike Singletary's vision. So I think it's pretty clear that Singletary is still going after an air raid offense. Right. Even though we don't have the creator of said offense. Which leads to some questions, but I'm not even going to go there. It's (laughs) fine. Whatever. So I imagine whenever they do find a new offensive coordinator, it's going to be somebody who subscribes to the air raid offense. Definitely seems like it should be. Yeah. So another thing, kind of, I'm not sure what's going on. In the article about our new wide receivers coach, it mentioned two other names as coaches for Memphis Express. Okay. Haven't seen any other information about that. Pepper Johnson and Steve Marshall. What is with these names? (laughs) We've got Pepper and Blizzard. What's happening? I don't know. That could be one of the questions we ask at the uh, event. Um, What's happening? What is going on with your name? Why? (laughs) How dare you? (laughs) Okay. But I've reached out to the team for some information on the coaches. So hopefully next week's episode will be able to give you an update about the entire coaching situation. That'd be cool. Any word on an OC? No, no, nothing. Okay. There's a temporary one, right? Uh, David Lee, the quarterback's coach, is acting offensive coordinator. Gotcha. Okay. So there you have it. That is our show for this week, at least. So in summary, um, the event is on Saturday. Main event from 630 to 830. All is going to be your chance to meet us. Yeah, if you haven't already. Which is probably the most exciting part. I mean, that's going to be the highlight of the night, I think. We're like the fucking best. So in case you didn't already know. (laughs) Now you do. Anyway, uh, also all the coaches, players, and people from the team should be there. Yeah, yeah, all of them. (laughs) Anything else? Uh, Join the Facebook group. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's get it going. Let's get it. Yeah. Uh, We need to start planning like how tailgating is going to work. And the thing that I really want to start like getting together because we've talked about it is the barbecue bowl. I feel like there's some logistics like we need to figure out how that's going to go. So join the group and let's start that conversation. Perfect. Um, If you want to support the show, go to memphisaaf.com slash Patreon and you can become one of our patrons. And we're working on merch. Yeah. Anything else? Follow me on Facebook on the Facebook page because I just hit 400. Oh, that's kind of like... <laughs> it's kind of pathetic because I just cracked 300 on Instagram. Pathetic is not the word I would go with. It's a little <laughs> like sad. Pathetic is like... Oh. Well, compared to like our Twitter numbers. Which is over... Almost 1,200. Like it's, We're knocking on the door 1,200 at the rate we're going. Damn. Yeah. So anyway. Thanks so much for listening and we'll be back next week. 
Yeah, be sure to tune in next week because we're going to have like the recap of the tryouts. Yeah, that's going to be great. Yeah. All right. Thanks for hanging out with us, and we will see you on the next flight. Hit them out. And I bet you thought there wasn't going to be an outro outro. (laughs) 